In a village near the town of Sasov lived a young Jewish couple. They owned a cow. They would milk the cow and sell the milk. Since they could not afford to give the cow the best kind of food, the poor cow was unable to produce enough milk for all of their needs. So, while the wife looked after the cow, the husband would go into town, into Sasov, doing all kinds of odd jobs. Even so, they did not make enough money to pay for three meals a day for the family. So therefore, they saved most of their money for Shabbos, to be able to buy candles for Friday night, wine for Kiddush, and chicken and fish, and all of the other good things to make three good su'udas to honor Shabbos Kaidesh. Of course, it was not easy to get through the whole week with only one meal a day, but they loved Shabbos so much that they were prepared to go without a little bit every day in order to be able to honor Shabbos Kaidesh properly. One day the husband, whose name was Herschel, walked around the marketplace in Sasov looking for something to do. He saw a commotion. It so happened that the tzaddik, Rabbi Moshe Leib of Sasov, was passing through the marketplace, and many Jews flocked to the tzaddik to give Shalom Aleichem. This was a good time for anybody who was around to ask for a bracha. Herschel joined the crowd, but he stood a little bit apart. He didn't think he was worthy to receive the tzaddik's bracha. But suddenly, he heard the tzaddik call out, Hey, younger man, you, isn't there something that you would like to ask me? Everybody turned their heads towards Herschel, and Herschel too turned his head to see who the tzaddik was speaking to. You, I mean you said the tzaddik Reb Moshaleib of Sasov, pointing directly at Herschel. Come, younger man, come, don't be shy. So Herschel approached the tzaddik with awe and trembling. Couldn't you do with a little more parnasa? asked the tzaddik. Well, said Herschel, I, I really cannot complain. I, I have Baruch Hashem a cow. Good, said the tzaddik. I give you some advice. Sell the cow at a good price to the first bidder. Then put on your Shabbos clothes, come into the town with the money, and use the money for the first business deal that will come your way. Hashem will bless you with Hatzlacha. The tzaddik went on his way, and the crowd dispersed, except for Herschel, who stood standing for a long time, bewildered about what had happened. He came home and told his wife what the tzaddik had said. What? she said. Sell our cow? Our only reliable support? Are you sure you heard right what the tzaddik said? Yes, of course I'm sure, said Herschel. But don't worry. We'll ask such a high price for the cow that nobody will buy it anyway. Just as they finished talking, somebody knocked at the door. Herschel opened the door to see a Jewish merchant. My name is Gavriel, said the Jewish merchant. I'm a cattle dealer. I heard you have a nice cow. Would you care to sell it to me? 
Not particularly, said Herschel, but if I get my price, I might. And what might your price be, asked Gavriel. So Herschel mentioned a price which he knew was at least three times the value of the cow. Gavriel, the cattle dealer, looked at him as if he were joking. I've been a cattle dealer my whole life, but I've never heard of anyone asking such a high price for a cow. That's fine, answered Herschel. You don't have to buy it. The cattle dealer offered a lower price, but Herschel declined it. So the cattle dealer offered a slightly better price. Herschel declined it. Finally, the dealer took out the money and put it on the table. They shook hands, and the deal was closed. Herschel had sold his cow for three times its value. The cattle dealer went on his way, leading the cow by a rope. The cow followed him obediently, almost eagerly, as if she sensed that her new master would be able to feed her better. Herschel and his wife stared at each other, more bewildered than ever before. Don't be upset, Herschel, said his wife. With the money we've just made, we can buy three cows like the one we sold. Wait, said Herschel. You can see that the bracha of the tzaddik, Reb Moshe Leib, is being fulfilled. I must follow his instructions to the letter. So Herschel put on his Shabbos clothes, put the money in his pocket, and went to town, ready to do business. As he passed the town hall, he saw that a public auction was taking place. A number of nobles and well-to-do merchants were there, bidding for whatever was being sold, and a crowd of curious onlookers gathered to watch the proceedings. Herschel stood amongst these onlookers and watched and listened as the auctioneer called out repeatedly, Going, going once, going twice, do I hear a higher bid? And then the auctioneer would see a higher bid. This went on for a little while, with the price getting higher and higher. Herschel did not know exactly what was going on. He lifted his hand to stroke his beard when he heard the auctioneer call out, There, a hundred more, going once, going twice. He banged the gavel down and called out, Sold. Everyone turned to see who the highest bidder was. The auctioneer was pointing at Herschel. Everyone was surprised to see that it was a Jew who had outbidden them. But they smiled confidently thinking that this Jew would not have enough money even for the deposit, let alone the whole amount of the sale, which was no small sum, considering that what was being auctioned off was the estate of a Polish Poritz who had died without leaving an inheritor. The auctioneer beckoned Herschel to come forward and pay the deposit and get a preliminary bill of sale. He told Herschel the amount of the deposit, which... Luckily, was exactly what Herschel had received for the sale of his cow. The bill of sale stipulated that the balance must be paid within 30 days or the deposit will be forfeited. In the meantime, the crowd had gone away. Herschel remained standing, completely confused. He was just thinking how he could save his deposit money. He couldn't possibly raise the remainder of the money to actually finalize the sale. Besides, what would he do with an estate? Just then, 
a man came up to him and introduced himself as the Galach of the neighboring town. Would you consider selling me the estate? asked the Galach. Herschel hesitated for a moment and then replied, Maybe yes, maybe no, it depends. Well, I will make you an offer that you will not turn down. But here is no place to talk business. Tell me where you live, said the Galach, and I will come to your house tomorrow. But please, keep the whole thing a secret. So Herschel told him where he lived. The Galach thanked him and left. Herschel went straight home and told his wife the whole story. She was horrified. She put her head in her hands and cried, Oi, Herschel, you must have been crazy to do such a thing. Now we've lost everything. We can't possibly raise enough money to get the rest of the sale price. We will lose our deposit. Not so fast, Gittel. I have a buyer who already offered me a profit. Herschel told her the whole story about the Galach, and Gittel began to cry even harder. Oi, Herschel! Some buyer, a Galach, he must have been tricking you. Oi, Abishter. Gittel, said Herschel, how many times have I told you? Tracht gut wird sein gut. Think good and it will be good. The next morning, the Galach came to their house. He got straight to the point. Now listen, Herschel, the estate once belonged to my ancestors. I very much wanted to buy it but I could not bid for it in public. It's not right for a Galach to be buying estates. So I decided that whoever would buy it, I would offer them double the amount to resell it to me. So I'm offering you that deal. I have brought with me the full amount of the sale in cash, so you can go and finalize the purchase of the estate and get the bill of sale. I have also brought with me a new bill of sale by which you sell me the estate at the price you paid for it at the auction. If you sign this paper, I will pay you the amount of the auction sale. When you pay the amount to the auctioneer, you will obtain the title to the property. Later I will come to you with an equal sum of money, which I will give you for the title to the property. So you will have made a nice profit, and I will have my estate. Do you agree? Herschel agreed. The Galach produced the money and the document for Herschel to sign. Herschel signed it, and they were both very happy with the deal. Herschel, I will come back within 30 days with the second installment. Please make sure you have the title to the property, and again, keep this deal in strict confidence. The following day, Herschel took the money and went to the town hall. He paid the balance of the auction price and duly received an official document stating that he has full title to the property. He then went home and waited for the Galach. But the Galach never came back. Twenty days went by, twenty-five days, thirty days, thirty-five days went past, and no Galach. Herschel began to ask about the Galach. What he learned was truly amazing. It so happened that a cholera, a dreaded disease, had visited the next town. Many people died, collapsing suddenly Loyalenu. Because the cholera was terribly contagious, the victims were buried as they died, 
in their clothes and boots. Their bodies were handled by ropes so that nobody would have to touch them. Amongst the dead was the Galach, who was buried in the same way. Herschel now realized that the Galach must have been buried with the resale document in his pocket. So Herschel has the title to the estate, and it has cost him nothing. Herschel went straight to the tzaddik, Reb Moshe Leib of Sasov. The tzaddik greeted Herschel with a big smile. He let Herschel tell him everything that had happened since the day the tzaddik told him to sell his cow, and the tzaddik nodded as Herschel told him everything in detail. When Herschel finished his story and asked the tzaddik what to do next, the tzaddik replied, Let me tell you, Herschel, the rest of the story, and you will see the wonderful work of Hashem's justice and mercy. Many years ago, there was a prosperous kehila in the neighborhood where the estate is located. The head of the kehila was a Yiddishamayim, a Gvir, and a Balchesed, who owned the large estate that you now own. One day there was a pogrom layalenu, a wild mob led by a cruel farmhand attacked the Jews. Many Jews were killed. Their wealth was stolen. Amongst the victims was the head of the community whose estate was stolen by the leaders of the mob. It has been revealed to me that the Galah who claimed that the estate belonged to his ancestors was a direct descendant of the leader of that murderous mob. And you, my dear Herschel, are a descendant of the leader of the community who was the original and rightful owner of the estate, and who was murdered by the Galach's ancestors. You see how Hashgacha Pratis has worked everything out. You have come into possession of the property which rightly belongs to you. Hashem has returned your inheritance. Take it, Herschel. Enjoy it with your family, in good health and prosperity. And just as Hashem has been good to you, Make sure you are good to others.